If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, March 14th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the sunny days that follow a series of rainy days. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the plants in our house. I am not the best at remembering to water them. They kind of tell me, you know, like... Because <laughs> they look dead sometimes. Because, they, well, they don't look dead. They just look sad. And dead. No, they look sad. A dead plant would be like all brown or whatever. These are green. The, have you seen the one that's in the corner of your office? No. That one has that one has 12 lives. That one has 12 lives. And the one in here has 12 lives too. I got them both. A really One of them is from when your mom passed. Oh, you brought it home? Or no, no, somebody, somebody sent, sent it, it to our house. And then the other one was for like a birthday or something. But that plant is... Uh-huh. Three, four. I think I got both of them when we lived in the apartment. That's how long I've had those plants. That's a big, big deal in plant world for people it, who, a, who are not planty. It is a big deal. It's like having a fish that lasts longer. You know what I mean? Like a goldfish the last four years never happens. Didn't you have a goldfish that lasted an four un- years, an unusual amount of time? Yeah, I won it at a fair, and it lasted for four years. I feel like most of those fair goldfish. Don't even make it 24 hours. Oh, they do. No, they don't. Um, anywho, so plants in our house, it they bring me joy, even though I, I'm not going to say make my best attempts to kill them because I don't try to kill them, but I'm glad they're here, even sure. though I don't appreciate them as much as I should. The Oscars were on Sunday and everybody's talking about them. I, we didn't watch them. So I will say that, but you know what I think is like the worst part of every single award show is the article that comes out without fail the day after or the night of saying who was left off the in memory of segment. Oh yeah. I, cause here's the thing. One, you're taking a dig at someone for not including someone, but you're bringing up that they weren't included and putting it out into the world. But there has to be a cutoff, right? I mean, there ha- there has to be a a point where somebody and, and it's what a terrible job. But when they the the Oscars movies, right? That's yeah. acting. Okay, so when they look at all of the movie actors and everybody involved in movies over the past year who's passed away, they've got to say, does this person make our two-minute cut? Does right. this person make the montage? It's it's doing a way, it's the it's same TV. as- It's TV, time is money. It's a wedding guest list. It's a wedding guest list, but- But there's no B list. On a wedding guest list, you say, okay, we're going to send these invites out. If we don't get enough RSVPs, then we can invite these other 12 people. Mm-hmm. I- have an issue with the articles calling out being like, Oh, you didn't include so-and-so. Yeah. But you stood on top of a building and broadcasted it to the world. And I think that's disrespectful for the person who passed away. Who's your favorite actor? I don't know if I have Blake one. Lively. Oh yeah, okay. I do. I love so her. You love Blake Lively. If, if something terrible and tragic happened to her in the next 12 months and the Oscars were held. She's been in movies, right? Yeah, she was in The mm-hmm. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She's been in way more movies than that. I don't but. know why that's the one I remember. I know. that's. A, did you even see that movie? I did, and I cried. You cried at Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? In the theater. What made you cry? It's, it's such a touching movie. 
What made you cry? I don't remember the part. I don't remember any of the movie. I just remember we had to go to a screening because I think we were interviewing Blake Lively or somebody. And I I had to go and I was so annoyed at having to go. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when you go to the afternoon screenings, the 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 as a media person, they don't sometimes they don't even have the soda fountains on or the popcorn machines popping. Yeah. And so you're just sitting in a theater. What a bummer. You know? Yeah. It's 1030 in the morning, but you got to see it because you got, you know, Blake Lively, big deal. Got to interview the stars. So they obligate you to see the movie before whatever. But uh, I just remember going and being annoyed that I had to be there. But the popcorn machine, I remember the popcorn machine was on and I remember thinking, okay, well, it's not going to be that bad. I get to have popcorn. And we all sat down. It was a, a, every morning radio person in Atlanta who was going to be part of the junket and a few TV people. And there's one scene in the movie where I cried. And I remember looking around to make sure that everybody else was crying too. And most people were, except uh, one guy was asleep. <laughs> I would have pegged you as the guy that fell asleep, especially because you don't love movies. Um, Blake Lively is my favorite. She was in also Age of Adeline and Simple Truth, two of my favorite movies. Okay, so if something tragic happened to her and she got left out, wouldn't you feel that it's, that you're, you're is it dignifying? Is it, is it acknowledging her memory? Is it letting, is it, is it no, these telling people- the world- that you forgot someone so important you got you forgot one of the pants travelers. Um, no, I would not say anything about it. You forgot it. Serena Vanderwoodson. <sighs> no, I here's the difference, the motive. The people that are writing those are getting clickbait and they're doing it for gossipy purposes. Uh, like it would be like me calling someone and being like, guess who didn't get invited to the bridal shower? Oh my God. And I just think that's tacky and rude. And anyway, so I think that people need to stop writing about that because that drives me absolutely crazy. I have also realized over the past week. Should we, should, are we being clickbaity enough with our show promotion? What does should, that mean? Should the headline of today's show be talking about Blake? Should the headline, the name, the title of today's show be Blake Lively's untimely death? No. Because technically we talked about it. No. But she's alive and well. And no. she she's going to be alive and well for a million more years. No, I hate I'm no, I hate that. Absolutely not. But it would get people to listen. They would get to this point in the show and be so mad at us. She's a mother. Okay, so what if it's um no. The answer is no. Full stop. Why did no. pants make Jeff cry? Yeah, now that can we're be. Not, now we're not involving somebody else. Yeah, why did pants make Jeff cry? I think that's the title of today's episode. What did Callie almost kill? Let's talk about the plants. Mm, okay. Callie almost killed something, and Jeff cried. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That okay. kind of clickbait's fine. It's about us. It doesn't involve rumors. It's not, you know, about anybody else. That is fine. Moving on. What made Jeff oh cry? <laughs> Blake Lively or Callie's attempted murder? T- Callie committed attempted murder. No. Mm. Okay. Are you I'm, done? Can I talk now? I'm spitballing. Are you done spitballing? I am. People, I feel like people are going to be annoyed with you for cutting me off. Okay, I won't say anything else. <laughs> well, you have to, because this next segment involves you. But I was thinking about this week. About you know, Bla- I'm not going to say anything else about Blake Lively's death. I'm 
going to hurt you. Right. Or <laughs> your killing of the plants. Or, well, I can't say that. Someone got mad at me, but let's just say you're driving me crazy. Somebody got mad at you for what? Um, Threatening to physically harm you. <laughs> when did you threaten Apparently me? I do that a lot where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smack you. And apparently it's a trigger for a lot of people. And uh, so I should not be doing that. So I was like, okay, I, yeah, okay, I see that. Valid. So I've been reeling that in um, a lot because I realized I did say that a lot. For Getting, the record, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was just going to say that you've never hit me. You What's put, the name of our show? The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Right, with Callie and Jeff. It's not The Upside with Jeff. So I was coming to your defense. I don't think I need a defense. I think you need a defense. That's the title of the episode. She Hurts Plants, Not Jeff. That's a horrible name for an episode. Can I move on, please? Yep. In the past week with all of the, um, what's that show that has all the drama with a couple of this cheating that we see everywhere? Vanderpumps. Yes. Okay. With the people from that show and then the Oscars, I realized that I act like I know who a bunch of popular celebrities are and I have no clue who people are talking about. And when I say no clue, couldn't tell you what they do, couldn't tell you who they, like could not pick them out of a lineup. I did get, uh, I think we talked about this on the show, but you were right about the Vanderpump one, the main Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on Real Housewives and got a spinoff show. Yeah. And all of the other people, the Raquels and the Toms, there's multiple Oh, you know Toms. their names. Yeah. And, oh, I forget the other one that everybody's rallying around. Begins with an A. Her, they all are characters on the spinoff of the Real Housewives franchise. Yes. Do you know that? Well, that was, so I made a list of celebrities that I've been reading about the past week that I don't know who they are. Okay. Am I weird or do you not know either? And we're all faking like we know who they are. Okay. And this is going to send Chrissy McCluskey into an early grave because she could tell me the biographies in detail of every single one of these people. I'm sure. Yeah. But most of us have stuff to do. Tom Schwartz. He's one of the Vanderpump people. Yeah. I did not know that before you just said that a couple of seconds ago. He's the one not involved in the scandal, but he's in business with the guy, with the Tom who is, because they have a restaurant together named Tom Tom. Oh, okay. Did not know that. Ana de Armas. No idea. The only thing I know about her is that, the only thing I think I know about her is that I think she dated Ben Affleck recently. Okay. But that's, a, I couldn't tell you what movie. I don't Isn't know ben what she Affleck looks like. Married to J-Lo? Yeah. Why is he dating anyone recently? Uh, he and J-Lo have only been married for like five minutes. This was like last year. Oh. I don't know. I think. I yeah. Anyway, I think she has a tie to Ben Affleck. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Do you don't you don't know who she is though? No. Well, you gotta, you can't not give the answers. You got to Google her. What's, how do you spell her name? A-N-A. This is a long list though. So maybe you want to save your Googles. A-N-A who? D-E. I got it. She's an actress. In what? Um, in Cuba and the United States. She's a Cuban and Spanish actress. She began her career in Cuba, had a leading role in the romantic drama Una Raza de Gracia. At age 18, she moved to Madrid. Oh, not in the United States, in Spain. She moved to Madrid, Spain, and she starred in the popular drama El Entrenado for six seasons. Hmm. Okay. 
She's married. Or she was married. She's not married now. Yeah. Um, you ready for my next one? Rich Paul. Is he one of the Logan Paul brothers? I don't know. Who's Logan Paul? I don't I don't know these names. They have uh, But I feel like I see that name everywhere. Rich Paul. Uh he's a sports agent based in Ohio. No. Probably not that guy. That's the only Rich Paul I got. When you said Paul Brothers, who were you talking about? Oh, Rich Paul. Oh, he's dating Adele. Yeah, but what's his? He's a sports agent who's dating Adele. You, oh, okay. The pop culture part would come from him. Dating her. Dating Adele, I think. Mm, okay. Yep. Austin Butler. Nah. But you've heard the name, right? I think so. I feel like he's always in the tabloids. I don't, did he we date Taylor have, Swift? I don't know. Oh, is he? He was Elvis. In the movie. Did not even know there was a movie about yeah. Elvis. Anything else? How would we? No, that's it. Yeah. Elvis. He won a Golden Globe Award. Hmm. Also a BAFTA. And. Good for him. Received a nomination for Oscars. I don't think Chrissy McCluskey is going to be mad at this. I think your parents are. <laughs> Probably. Um, Emily Ratajkowski. She is a model. I think, is she connected to Leonardo DiCaprio? I have no idea, but I see her name every time I turn around and I kind of nod my head of like, oh yeah, I know who that is because I know her name exists, but I can't tell you anything about her or pick her out of a lineup. Mm. She has a famous engagement ring. Oh. I don't have the patience to to type her name in again, so <laughs> I just typed in Emma Rad and... Yeah. Okay. And Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is a singer. Huge. Could not pick Bad. Is it a girl or a boy? Guy. I could not He's pick him out of a, a lineup. He's dating a Jenner. Which one? Uh, I can't tell them apart. You can't tell the Jenners apart? Mm, no. Okay. Well, I can if I'm looking at them, but I don't really know the difference. Uh, Kendall. There's a restaurant that we love who in every, it's like a chain restaurant and every location of their restaurant, they have a bad bunny for president sign. And I was like, who's bad bunny? Like, I know, I know the name, but I think, musician, actor, actress, I don't know. I think he is this generation's, I don't know if it's a whole generation, but this era's pitbull. Remember how Mr. Worldwide was like came out of nowhere and then every song had a Pitbull feature. Everybody wanted to be on a Pitbull song. Got it. Every fifth song on the radio was a Pitbull song. Yeah. I think Bad Bunny is now the new Pitbull. Got he's on a million different songs. Like huge. He's, yeah, he's huge. But he's not just in the States, like Mr. Worldwide. Huh. Okay. But not Mr. Worldwide, because that's probably trademarked by Pitbull. Interesting. He's Celebrities I don't know. Kendall Jenner, by the way. Um, do you remember, you might not remember the exact moment, do, but do you remember the feeling, the emotion that you had the first time you got mammed? And how did it make you feel? I don't because we live in the South and people just say that. Not when you're 20. Yeah, no, they do. Yes, ma'am. Like just, you know, I think my mom used to say that. Like, yes, ma'am. 
There's a whole article about how the word ma'am went from being a respectful, kind thing to actually a cringeworthy, causes you a bit of anxiety when you hear it because uh, it's, I think maybe for guys, it might be that, because I don't think sir has the same connotation, but I still, I am over double the legal drinking age and still get a little bit offended when they just look at me and then type their code into the cash register to not have to let to, you have a drink to not have to card me. Yeah. At the grocery store, usually if I'm buying a bottle of wine or buying beer or something, you know, if you're at self-checkout, the minute you swipe it, the light starts blinking. They got to come over and help you. They, they never ask for my license. They're like, oh, you? Yeah. Mm -hmm, 1941. Obviously. Yeah. Right. 1941. Yeah, they just make up a date. Oh, yeah. Because they don't, you know. Jeff uh, was not born in 1941, in no. case you were. Like, born in 1955. No, he wasn't. Um, do you know where ma'am comes from? No. It's an abbreviation for madame. Okay, I was about to say that, and I didn't want to sound silly, but I should have, because then I would have sounded smart. And madame is French for my lady. I started saying, I stopped saying, because I, I stopped saying ma'am last year when I started becoming a heavy Starbucks drinker, because I realized when I was going through the Starbucks drive-thru, my, when they say, hey, is that all or whatever? I would say to be polite, yes, ma'am. Then I realized, I don't know if it's a ma'am on the other end of the line. I uh, have yeah. no idea. And especially with like, you know, people using different pronouns and stuff like that. I'm like, mm, I think we need to be done with ma'am. So I stopped saying it. And I don't even know if I'm going to teach it to Ellie, even though it's like a big Southern thing. Ma'am and sir? I Yeah, I don't know why. I used to have friends. I used to be, I acted like I was concerned about that, but that is such a Southern thing. I don't think... I don't think ma'am and sir were a big thing at all growing up. I think it was just please and thanks. As here's, long as you're polite. Here's what I was going to ask you is, did you have any friends when you were growing up whose parents no. made them call them ma'am and sir? No. I had a handful of friends whose parents made them call them. Call the kids? You had yeah. to call your own mom? Mm-hmm. Ma'am? Mm-hmm. Oh, so, not, you wouldn't, if if you needed something, you wouldn't say, ma'am. No, you toast? would say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. Mm, I think that's, I don't know. I am not into it at all. And I always thought it felt very like cold or something, but maybe that's just because my parents didn't do that. But I had a friend and I remember she would say, like her mom would say, do you want this snack? And she would say, um, yes, please. And her mom would correct her and say, yes, ma'am. Isn't please in the on the scale of stuff? Wouldn't wouldn't you consider please to be more polite than ma'am? I guess it depends on your level of like order and. Yeah, I don't think we're. In, I don't think we live in a ma'am sir household. Oh, we definitely we, don't. We live in a yell from the top of the stairs. Can you toss me more toilet paper, <laughs> please? Can please? you say please? Yeah. Please, even Ellie, <laughs> Ellie knows to go to the top of the stairs uh, and yell through the banisters, Mama, Mama, I forgot my Bobby, Mama Bobby. 
Next time she does that, you should say, Bobby, ma'am. It is front of mind for me right now to be less wasteful and try to reduce the footprint that I'm putting on the earth. And it's something that sounds really overwhelming and it can be, but there are things you can do in your everyday life to make a difference. And one of them is to use a Lomi. Now we had a ton of garbage. We're still a work in progress, but the Lomi really helps. Lomi allows us to turn our food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. It is a countertop electric composter that turns scraps to dirt in under four hours. It doesn't smell. It's really quiet. And you can reduce how much garbage you have in a week. You can turn your waste into nutrient-rich dirt, and then you can feed it to your plants. Or you can put it in your backyard, which we love to do. And you can get your kids involved. It's, it's a really fun family thing to be able to do and to talk to them about how we're doing our part to reduce the amount of food that we send to the landfill. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash upside and use the promo code upside to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash upside and use promo code upside at checkout. Food waste is gross. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can. Finding things to do with the little humans in your house is much more of a project than I ever imagined it to be. Ellie is not quite two and a half, but she is active. If she is awake, she is doing some sort of project. And thank goodness for KiwiCo because they deliver projects right to our doorstep. And she gets fascinated with things, which means if it's a good project, we are in it for a while. And we love that with KiwiCo. Her last project was a little medical kit that came to teach Ellie about going to the doctor and how doctors take care of you. It's hands-on. It's fun. She can play independently or we can play with her and teach her what to do. Now she's two, not quite two and a half. These crates that come from KiwiCo go all the way up to a hundred and two and a half if you want is the only limit is your imagination now as a parent you want to find creative ways to keep your kids busy and challenged but you also want them learning things kiwico has got you covered they're not going to believe what they can build and accomplish with kiwico redefine learning with play explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with kiwico get 50 percent off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico Kiwico.com slash upside. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash upside. And keep this in mind, it's a great gift for the new parent in your life. Years ago, I had lash extensions and I became really, really allergic to them. And I thought they were gorgeous, but I just couldn't justify doing it anymore because my poor eyes were having such a hard time. One of my girlfriends is a huge fan of Thrive Cosmetics. And all those years ago, she recommended Thrive Cosmetics to me as an amazing mascara alternative to lash extensions. They have this liquid lash extensions mascara. It's got more than 25,000 five-star reviews, okay? 
It is awesome. It mimics the look of lash extensions without the glue, without the irritation, and without the salon prices. And it's a tube formula. So it wraps around each lash as you apply it, and it dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It is so cool. And then when you're ready to take it off, you just get some water. It glides right off. Thrive Cosmetics is a really amazing company. It's certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They make beauty products with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates, and all of that without compromising performance. Plus, the word cause is in the name for a reason. As part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. You have got to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. The cornerstone of this show is, of course, gratitude, which is why we start every episode saying what we're grateful for. And I read, even though I know what they're going to say, I'll click on any headline that says... I will too. Are you about to read this one? Here are three... I'm about to read part of that one. Okay. Was it the first thing they mentioned? I don't think so. Oh. Maybe. That was the one I thought was so cool. Continue. The photo of them? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll click, even though I know that every headline that starts with, here are five ways for you can you to be happier. I know that one of them is going to say- Practice daily keep, gratitude. Keep a gratitude journal. Say what you're grateful for. End every day with gratitude, blah, blah, blah. I still click on it because it almost validates. Because I feel like we were ahead of the gratitude curve. I think we? we were, yeah. Not by much. Even if we weren't, I'm going to take credit for that. Let us have that. I feel like it went Oprah Winfrey, then us pre-upside, because we did gratitude journals as wedding favors. Mm-hmm. So I think it went Oprah Winfrey, our wedding, the upside, the world. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like gratitude spread. Yeah. You know? So um, this article, the very first thing that that popped up was something that I never thought about, but it makes it so makes so much sense. And I'm glad you agree with it, Callie. But it's to create an album on your phone of things that you're grateful for. And once a day, just open it up and look at a couple pictures. Or even if you're just having a super down of like, oh my gosh, nothing is working out for me today. I feel really crappy. And I think you can do that. What I love to do is friends that have written me kind notes or like hosts of our shows or whatever. Brilliant. I want to take pictures of those notes and keep them in my phone to say, oh, wow. Or even because how often do we have really great pictures with friends or of a, of something that maybe a really great meal or something like that? Yes. We, we take it, we post it on social media, and then it just kind of fades away. Put it in a gratitude album and just go back and say, you know what? Those, that meal, sitting outside with friends, Those ribs were so good for whatever. The sunset was gorgeous. The weather was perfect. Everybody laughed for whatever reason. The Coca-Cola was colder and bubblier than a typical Coca-Cola. This is great. And you just have it in there and you're grateful for it. A gratitude album. 
I don't know why I hesitated. A gratitude album. Period. Period. Oh, I'm doing three random things. I'm starting. Do you want to start? I don't care. Okay. Here are your three random things for today. Uh, good news, bad news. Somebody has finally come to their senses and made a breakfast cereal out of Kit Kats. Oh, that sounds so... Bad news is somebody decided to sell it only in the United Kingdom. Oh, rude. And I think uh, that uh, I think a Kit Kat is as American as a Snickers bar. Well, as, and, as, a, as a basic Hershey bar. And you know what is really American? Turning unhealthy things even into more unhealthy things. Right. Like does not seem like a thing that British people the British culture does as right. much as us. And I feel like our reputation is that we make unhealthy things even worse. Were you a cereal kid? Yes. I love cereal. If cereal weren't so sugary and bad for you and would make me take a nap all day, I would eat cereal three times a day. I was never a cereal kid. And I don't know. I don't know what I will do if Ellie becomes a cereal kid, because to me, it's so weird that you pour a bowl full of crunchy things mixed with marshmallows into a bowl, and that's what you start your day with. Yeah, it's delicious. It's so hot, because that to me is a dessert. And you know me, I'm very order, I'm very routine, I'm very, you know, I have my salad, then I have my entree, then I have something sweet. And that's the order that you eat food in. And the idea, even when I have... Even if it's a weekend and we make waffles or something, I can't eat any waffle unless I have a scrambled egg with it or a piece of bacon or something to make the waffle seem more desserty. Mm -hmm. So anyways, uh, if you're headed over to London or Ireland, know that you can get Kit Kat cereal over there. And if you want to make some money, smuggle it back here and sell it on eBay. Excuse you. <laughs> if the microphone didn't pick that up, Lily just let out a furball cough, like she yeah. was coughing up a furball. Your second random thing for today is there is a massive blob of seaweed that is headed for Mexico and Florida, and it is so big that it can be seen from space. Now, I was thinking, what is big? It's 5,000 miles long. Oh, so is it seaweed or is it that red algae crap? Um, it's called the bloom. It says it's seaweed. I don't know, oh. but it's fine when you're in open water, but when you get close to the shore, it can kill coral. It can really hurt the ecosystem. So they're like, I really hope that, there's, you know, there's, it doesn't get that close, but apparently they have crews ready to like get rid of it as soon as it washes up. Yeah. There's something in that happens in that Mexico, Florida thing that's a red, I think it's red algae. Did our printer just start printing? Yeah. Did you just print something? No, but it's probably what you printed four hours ago, finally catching up with it. Oh my gosh. How is it 2023 and we still have printer issues? That printer is probably 15 years old. We should invest in a new $86 printer. Is that how much they cost these days? They're cheap, but I feel like no, and don't even talk to me about the price because as someone that has worked in corporate America next to the giant, That's true. massive, top-of-the-line expensive ones, they still don't work. Yeah. This is a problem that we have. And Yeah. 
Um, and your third random thing is uh, from the restaurant software firm Toast. So if you've ever been a server, you've probably used Toast or a bartender. It's where you type in people's orders and whatever, and it sends it back to the kitchen and uh, prints out the check. They computed what cities have the most generous tippers. Would you like to guess, Callie, who is in the top 12 most generous tipper cities? I would have no idea, but I would assume they would be like in the Midwest. Cleveland. There we go. Yep. Denver, Salt Lake City, Phoenix, Richmond. It's the top five. None of that is surprising to me. Um, New York City is up there. Washington, D.C. is up there. Um, And the highest average tip in the number one city, which is Cleveland, is 20%. Hmm. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. You know what fear I didn't have 10 years ago that I have pretty consistently now? Is that when I get out of the car, especially if I have to get something out of another like the passenger seat or the back seat, maybe Ellie, if Ellie's in the car seat, that the person in the car next to me is just sitting in their car on their phone, you know, playing on their phone, and then I'm going to accidentally touch our door to their door. Oh, I know. Nobody sat in their cars before. Right, like on their phones. It just wasn't a thing. Everybody's like, okay, we're here. I'm going in. Going in. There's more entertainment in there, Mm -hmm. wherever in there is. Even if you're going to the dentist, there's more to do in there than there is out here. So I'm going to go right in. There's magazines in there. Yeah. Now people are are like, oh, I have a four o'clock appointment. Okay, I'm going to, about 4.08, I'll make my walk in there. But first, let me see what everybody's doing on TikTok. And it is it is now something that makes me nervous every time I have to open the, especially the back doors. I'm going to ding their car and they're going to be like, hello? Even though I'm so gentle, it'll never hurt it. It's just a fear. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Chriselle from Houston, Texas. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but a lot of the fancy steakhouses and really a lot of restaurants use the flaked mashed potatoes. That's how they make them. You eat them probably seven out of 10 times you go out to eat and you see a mashed potato. Hey guys, I just wanted to comment on the whole banking thing. My husband and I have our own account and then we have a house account together. So our paychecks go into our personal accounts and we both transfer money into the house account, which is where all the bills are paid out of. So it sounds like y'all have your own little system and it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. You do what works for you. I know other people who have run things separately and certain people handle certain bills. So you do what works for y'all and don't worry about what everybody else thinks because it's not their business. Love the show. Bye. Hey guys, it's Liz. Happy Monday. Um, the LL Bean lotion uh, made from lobsters, I'm not going to say that I'm 100% confident it's not going to smell like lobsters. And having grown up in New England and been around low tides and lots of lobster shells, I am very curious to see what this is going to be like. I'm not going to spend a lot of money to try it out, but I will be looking at the reviews. Hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Hey, y'all. This is Teresa. Just wanted to give you a heads up. The oxidation for, you were talking about avocados. I actually do that same thing, Jeff, with the plastic wrap, pushing it and pressing it on the actual 
dip or what I do is I'll make homemade pesto and then just literally smear all of it into ice cube trays. And then I will make sure that it is flush and level. And then I will put everything to have plastic wrap on top and then I freeze it. So whenever we want pesto pasta, two seconds and it's in the freezer and it's boom. But it is a lifesaver because after about 10 minutes, that pesto starts getting brown just because it's so fresh. So anyways, y'all have a great day. Bye. I had to pause today's episode about joint bank accounts. My husband and I do not have a joint bank account. I think possibly the reason behind it is, you know, we were, I feel like I got, well, he got married a little later in life, not that late. But anyway, he has his own business and he always obviously had to have his own account. And then, you know, I was independent for before I was married, obviously I'm still independent, but, um, had my own bank account, took care of my taxes and all that. And, um, I don't know. I think having a joint bank account, I hate to tell people is kind of old fashioned and old school. Maybe when there was the more traditional role of, a, you know, one partner staying home and one going out and working. Um, and what I have found is in male, female relationships, the, Female tends to be the one that pays all the bills um, and is in charge of the finances, which I find very interesting. But that is not how it is in our relationship. And I really, I would, mm -mm, no way. We don't even have a joint credit card. Nope. Every morning, you have two choices. Stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them.